with seven seconds across the timeline. He will dribble it out. And the Fighting Illini win it, 91-74. They are 4-0. That's a good sound, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. <laughs> All I heard was crashing glass. That was the beginning of Stone Cold's theme, but it was a premature exit. He was so happy the Illini won, he had to go out and celebrate, I guess. We're happy, too. Illinois gets the 91-74 victory over Marshall, and they're 4-0 in the Brad Underwood era. And they are 4-0 for back-to-back seasons as well. The Illini looking good so far in this non-conference schedule. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Scott Beatty. He is Tim Dittman. They were Marshall. They were Illinois, and Illinois comes out victorious. We want to hear your thoughts, Fasters, etc. post-game show around the corner. But first, our rapid reaction brought to you by Stocks Office Furniture and Cozad Asset Management. Tim Dittman, your thoughts? Well, I'll go back to something you said last post-game show. You posited the question, when is Illinois going to have their first real test of the season? The more and more I read up on Marshall, the quite frankly, the more scared I got. I mean, this was a team that plays fast-paced. They press a lot. They shoot a lot of threes, and Illinois, I'll give credit to Jamal Walker. He had the scout tonight. They played about as a complete game as I've seen from them this year, maybe 32, 35 minutes of a complete game. Cut down on the turnovers, 19 assists to just six turnovers. They were able to take advantage of, by my count, three scoring droughts from Marshall, two in the first half, one in the second half. And they got contributions from a lot of guys, both in scoring, but also in some good hustle plays. We'll hear one from DeMonte Williams a little bit later in the program. Uh, Greg Eboig-Bodin, I said it this time. I didn't take the easy way out. Way to he, go. He had some good hustle plays as well. So I think if you're an Illini fan, you have to be very happy with what you saw tonight. I will add this. My reaction coming out of this game is that I, there were times last year when bench guys would come in and you'd go, you know, you know, and remember John Gross had this habit of just pulling guys and you didn't want to see him pull them that soon. And he kind of had this scripted substitution, but whenever guys get pulled right now, whoever's coming in, I don't go, I'm fine with whoever has been coming in among the regulars because I'm starting to trust everybody that's playing there's obviously there's guys that should be starters and guys that right now should be bench players but the bench guys are playing overall just as well as the starters well kipper nichols is obviously first on that list and we'll talk more about him as the program goes along i would not be surprised if he replaced mark allstork in the starting lineup very soon i'd I love to the same thing. I, I would love to hear some some callers thoughts on that if if they think that is a uh, a, a good move by the coaching staff but yeah these are guys who you know, we, we, we've talked about John Gross so much on this show, and I get probably a lot of fans just want us to move on, but it's just kind of a fresh start for everybody. There are a lot of guys who did not thrive under John Gross who are now thriving under Brad Underwood, and I think the early returns are good. Our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozette Asset Management and Stocks Office Furniture. You're up next with the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Get in touch with us on the PNC Bank phone line, 356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 351-5357. We get it going after this. The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of Newstalk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Station. (laughs) 
Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS. Now, it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Fasteners Etc. is your partner in inventory management. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with your hosts, Scott Beatty, and Tim Dittman. Stolen by Jordan. Two on one break, all store. Down the lane to Black. Who slams it in? That's how you finish. That's how you finish. Timeout, Marshall. Indeed, a 91 74 win for the Illini with an emphatic two handed slam there from LaRon Black. And LaRon Black finishes with 17 points. He and Kipper Nichols lead the offensive output. He finished a rebound shy of a double-double, had a couple assists as well and a steal. And the Illini mm, pretty much take care of Marshall the whole way. I don't remember after the early in the first half when it was real iffy with the ball game. I would in agree. In terms of the score, the deficit. Sure. Yeah. We go to the phone lines. First up, one of our regulars, one of our favorites at Simeon in Norfolk. Hey, Simeon. Hey, you guys know how to make a fella feel good, man. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> doing well. I think the wind's probably doing it more than anything. <laughs> yeah, it is. I um, wanted to call you guys tonight. Um, first of all, thumbs up to you guys. I'm glad that you had it on the radio. Big, Big Ten Network let me down again because they want me to pay to see something that I already pay to get the games on TV, so... I don't know. I don't know if they'll fix that or not, but uh, I'm I'm grateful that you guys are there so I can hear the games at least. We're here for you every game. Um, I appreciate it. Um, a couple things. Um, you guys had made a point before you went to the break that it's a lot of guys that have uh, new life. Um, at least from at least from my perspective on uh, the Illini since the um, the coaching change, and it it starts right at Finky Black Jordan. Um, and the, um, um, the freshmen are playing great. Um, I'm hoping that, uh, all Stark will start showing us this, uh, ability to score because we'll need that when we get into the, uh, big 10, uh, conference. Um, and I'm hoping to, you know, to see that. And then, um, with the guards, because I couldn't see it, but I'm hoping that they're doing rebounding. Because if they're rebounding, that's going to help us a lot in the season as well. Yeah, not Mark um, Smith. Guards... Mark yeah. Smith, not well, so much. That's And Brad Underwood talked about that in the postgame. He needs more out of him. And Mark Allstork, for that matter. Two from Mark Smith. And uh, how many did Allstork have? Three. They, they need a little bit more there. Yeah, if we can get the guards to um, – if we can rebound by committee, that's what they used to say when – when I played basketball years ago, um, I think that'll go a long ways to help us against uh, teams when we're undersized. And uh, with this offense, I believe that that's going to help us uh, with those teams where we're undersized as well, because it gets the big guys um, from areas um, to defend areas that they're not away from the basket and put them in a position where they're not that comfortable defending, which I think will help us as well. So I think we're in for a pretty good surprise this year. At least that's how I feel. Yeah, I agree. And, hey, Simeon, always good to hear from you. Appreciate the call. 
Thank you. You guys have a good evening. You too. I think too. Now, I do think there's some weaknesses here on the team that are going to get exposed uh, against high-quality competition. And and we're talking about what's the early test. I think it's probably now at this point the biggest test Illinois will face is going to be Northwestern. Add in Wake Forest will be the first road game, and so that whole experience. So next week, you know, you have Wake Forest on the road, and then you have Northwestern away from State Farm Center up in Chicago. That'll probably be – I don't know how that will work out with how Northwestern sells tickets, but that's probably a split crowd, but it's a different environment, and it's Northwestern's home game, but it's not at Welsh Ryan. And then you have here at home against Maryland. So next week's a huge test, but uh, – I think some things are going to get exposed here, but what we see is the abilities, the ability for the Alina and Brad Underwood to respond. Yeah, and Simeon, thanks for the phone call. You know, as far as the rebounding goes, I'm just looking the the total down here. Illinois finished with 45. Marshall finished with 39. Marshall coming into the ball game was minus nine in the rebounding margin, so you knew that was an opportunity for Illinois to pounce. Uh, Kipper Nichols finished with 11, Leron Black finished with 9, and Michael Finke just had 4. So I think you could say all around, uh, I think this team uh, needs to work on its rebounding. Um, obviously, you brought up the guard, Scott, and, and I coming into this season, I didn't think this was going to be a situation where we saw, you know, the Mark Smiths of the world leading this team in rebounds. Uh, but I'm looking more, uh, looking for more from Leron Black and Michael Finkeen, and to to an extent Kipper Nichols uh, as well, uh, to you know get some good positioning and 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 you know really, what's the word I'm looking for? Really exert your will, you know, because you brought it up. When you get into the Big Ten, there are some big boys, you know, the Wisconsins and the and the Purdue's of the world who always recruit those really big guys. They just always the big seem to... beef. The big beef. Where's the beef? <laughs> well, it was right there. Exactly. Well, where is it? It's in Madison. Just locking in on the little things. Sorry about that. It's in Madison and West Lafayette and a lot of other places. They always seem to just churn them out. So. Uh, you you got to be able to compete with those guys on the glass, and I think these early games will allow Illinois to, you know, and, and the big guys to kind of get some reps and kind of hone their technique. And hopefully, uh, by the time the conference schedule rolls around, which you pointed out, Scott, it, it rolls around quicker than normal this year. Uh, hopefully, they'll be a little more refined there. And Simeon referenced a topic that's come up now a few times here on the post game show that guys with new life, um, new opportunities to succeed under Brad Underwood and it was, it dawned on me I mean this is nothing new but it just takes me a while to catch up to things but just looking down the roster these are by and large John Gross's guys I'm talking about the major players here Tijon Lucas John Gross Leron Black John Gross Mark Smith uh half and half you know because obviously John Gross was going after him but sure. Mark, Mark Brad Underwood came in and and finish the deal. Okay, Mark Allstork is a Brad Underwood guy. Michael Finke, obviously a gross. Trent Frazier, he was a gross guy, and he just stayed committed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was excited. Kipper Nichols brought in by uh, John Gross. And uh, DeMonte Williams was was recruited by John Gross. Aaron Jordan, of course, by John Gross. So of all those players of the regulars on the floor right now, you have maybe a one-and-a-half that are Brad Underwood's guys. And I think, you know, obviously so far Brad Underwood's shown his ability to recruit, but he has shown his ability to coach and let guys flourish in a way that John Gross couldn't. And I think that goes back to John Gross was 
look, he was a good recruiter. You know, I mean, did he knock it out of the park every time? No, he obviously had some swings and misses for a variety of reasons that we've hashed out so many times on these airwaves. The, but the difference between him and Bruce Weber, though, is he actually went after those five stars. And nine times out of ten, he came up as a bridesmaid and not a bride, but at least he was going after him. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, uh, th- that's fine. Uh, my point is just that, you know, Brad Underwood is is doing something with the guys that weren't his to begin with. And that just shows something about how this guy can coach. Yeah, so sometimes it's all about the, the person you have in charge. PNC Bank phone line is 356-9397. And the Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 351-5357. Devin in Jacksonville says you can see the confidence building in players each game. And I really enjoyed the crowd cheering louder during hustle plays. Kudos to all the knowledgeable fans that can see and feel the difference starting to get swagger back and won't be long until the hall is packed and the Illini puts another long home winning streak together. Go Illini, Devin from Jacksonville. Uh, 217 Texture says to me, all Stark's all about himself. Nichols should definitely be starting over him. Yeah, we uh, Tim, you brought up that question. Should should Mark Allstark be moved to the bench? He today had four points on three rebounds, three assists, one turnover, one steal, 19 minutes of play. So he didn't even break the halfway point there, but it was a lopsided game. And Brian in Nebraska says, guys are thriving now because Gross was an abysmal coach. I'm so glad we have turned the page and have someone who seems competent running the program. Really happy for guys like Jordan who stuck it out and stayed. We will hit bumps this year for sure, but at least we look like an actual basketball team again. Been way too long. Brian is... uh no no uh, hesitation from Brian, but that's what we've come to expect from Brian. We like Brian's passion. And that's what we like here on the Fasters, et cetera, post-game show. Back to the PNC Bank fan line and Bob in Champaign. Hey, Bob. Uh, hey, good evening, guys. Uh, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with Brian, but I want to point something out, um, not something that I saw tonight, um, but something that I didn't see. And I, I've watched the first four games and really tried to analyze as much as, as much as I can in an unsophisticated basketball mind as myself. And here's something that I have not seen in the first four games. An Illinois player coming down court, coming to the three-point line, and heaving up a three with no other teammates under the basket. Now, have you noticed that? I didn't, but I think you're right. I mean, the John Gross teams used to do that. There would always be, you'd always see one or two of those every game, sometimes more. And uh, I, I saw it tonight, and the reason why I picked up on it, and I, I wish I would have remembered who it was, came down, lined up the three, stopped, waited for teammates to come down, and then started running the offense. Might've, it might have been Tijon Lucas if we're remembering the same play, although we might be thinking of a different play. You know, maybe there was more than one. But that's just something that stood out to me. And so I just wanted to point that out. I will kind of jump on the uh, – there were things that John Gross' teams did that I'm just not seeing now. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, appreciate it, Bob. And remember, John Gross, too, basically said, we're bailing out on trying to get offensive rebounds. We're not good at it. We're not going to try and strengthen a weakness. We're just going to try and work around that and get out of that game. So I think that's sometimes – why you saw that, and when Illini last year would shoot lights out, then they were pretty good, but you live and die by those things, and we saw that with Marshall today, too. They, Boy, they really throw up the threes with no hesitation. Yeah, 10 of 29. And, which isn't terrible, but they just take so many, right. and if you miss those, usually that's the end of your possession. 
We come back with more Fasteners Etc. post-game shows. Scott and Tim with you here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Jump on the phone lines, the text lines. We're back after this. You're listening to the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Join the conversation by calling us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Ball loose to the floor. The Illini have it. Aaron Jordan with the outlet. Right of Elaine Smith. Alley-oop to Nichols. Who lays it in? Timeout. Marshall. That was a nice play there early in the first half. Illinois went up 22-18 at that point on that alley-oop to Kipper Nichols. He ends up finishing with 17 points as well, 11 rebounds for a career-high double-double and an assist as well in there. Illinois wins over the Marshall Thundering Herd, 91-74. Scott Beatty and Tim Dittman here, and we are the Fasters, etc. post-game show. And you can tweet at us as well. You can use the hashtag PNC Bank Illini. On Twitter tonight, Jen Wood has the Twitter handle at JenWood11. Can we stop with the John Gross bashing, she says, and focus on our present and future? I get your point, Jen. What we're doing is comparing one coaching regime to another, and I think it makes sense to do that in these early season games to pick out what's going better than last year and what's going worse than last year. And so far, a lot of things are going better. But I see your point. I think the future is bright, and appreciate you checking in tonight. And to circle back to a point that we made many times in previous programs, last season especially, John Gross, nothing but a class act, nothing but a great person, and uh, wish him the best out there in, in Akron, Ohio. Totten Collinsville texts on the Castle Heat and Cooling text line, totally impressed with Underwood's sub-pattern. There's a purpose, quality depth is a definite strength. This team will take its lumps, but love the potential. Six one no six three six texture says hey it's Jarrett from O'Fallon Missouri I thought Mark Smith has looked outstanding since the start of the year have a feeling he's going to be something he's going to be something very special and could be an Illini great someday uh, I think he already is an Illini great um, by the way has he not missed a free throw yet he, he is, is twenty of twenty from the line and you and I have both been at games I got to tell you his free throw form is a thing of beauty I mean if you want to teach your kids how to shoot free throws well and how to go through the same routine and have good form. I mean, I don't even know if they're hitting the rim. That's what Lauren was asking during pregame. Is, is he even, does he get, does it count as a miss for him as if, if it touches rim? Uh, I wonder if part of it, his, his, his trunk, his core, his lower body is so strong already. And that's really where your consistency comes from in a free throw. That, that's part of it. And I thought he got 13 points today, and he got a lot of points from the free throw line the other night. But tonight only one free throw, one of one. I thought there were a lot of non-calls from him, on him tonight. And he has a way of just – he just barrels his way in and draws contact immediately. He's going to get to the line a lot as we move forward, and he's going to earn a lot of points there. So, uh, yeah, he is – you know, Brad Underwood wants more re- rebounds out of him. I'm sure there's things that need to – sharpen in his game for sure but you don't see a lot of like glaring weaknesses with him 
So, uh, Jarrett, I think you're right. I think he's already something special, and he's probably going to go – if he continues on this pattern, he's going to go down as one of the best freshman seasons ever with Illinois. Hopefully we didn't just jinx him on the free throw stuff. Wah, wah. All right, uh, time for our Beyond the Expected play from Pekin Insurance. And we go back to – where did it go? Where did it go? I have it here. There he goes. All right. Let's go – speaking of Mark Smith, involved on this one, it started, though, with defense on the other end. They on ice, steal it. Take it away, Allstore. Fast break across the court to Smith. Up and under and in with the pretty layup. And that there, our Beyond the Expected play for Beyond the Expected coverage visit and Beyond the Expected coverage and service, that is. Contact an independent Pekin Insurance agent today. Visit PekinInsurance.com, he says. We're back with more after this. Just locking in on the little things, attention to detail, and, um, you know, having the same preparation and, and uh, mental approach every day. And, uh, you know, really focusing on not leaving any day to chance is, is what's been big for me. Seems a little overly dramatic for the circumstances. <laughs> the the songs come up at random. I can't control. <laughs> Kipper Nichols there talking about his uh, great performance tonight. 17 points, 11 rebounds. It's the Fasters Etc. post-game show. Join us. PNC Bank fan line 356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line 351 Five three five seven. First check of the Body and Soul scoreboard brought to you by Body and Soul Sports Route 45 and Curtis Road in Savoy. Get us updated, Tim. Spin around the Big Ten and it just went final. Indiana beats South Florida 72-53. Northwestern, welcome to the top 25. They get trounced tonight by Texas Tech 85-49. Northwestern now 3-2 and two on the season, and wouldn't be surprised if they fall out of the rankings come tomorrow. Michigan State beats Stony Brook in a game that was closer than the final score indicated, 93-71. And for Michigan State, Miles Bridges had 20 points, but he left that game with a high, or excuse me, with an ankle sprain. Uh, Coach Izzo actually saying it is not a high ankle sprain, and he's day-to-day. That's according to the Detroit Free Press, so we certainly wish him the best. Uh, Minnesota beats Western Carolina 92-64. The Gophers, by the way, ranked 14th in the country. Rutgers over Coppin State 64-39. Nebraska beats North Dakota 92-70. It's Ohio State 80 and Northeastern 55. And then, of course, Illinois beats Marshall 91-74 to round out the slate of Big Ten action, Scott. Appreciate it very much, Tim. And a traffic note to pass along to you as well. We're getting reports of a big backup on I-74 westbound between Urbana and uh, St. Joe. So that would be as you're coming out of St. Joe toward Urbana. Heard that traffic has been at a standstill at times there out on uh, I-74. Back with more Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Illinois wins over Marshall 91-74. It's the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line 217-356-9397 or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Demonte on the right wing. 
lot of dribbling here. Now he drives, kicks in the corner. Finky rises for three. Got it. Michael Finky there puts the Illini up 74-53 to on their way to a 91-74 win. Illinois 4-0 now all at the State Farm Center. Two more games at home this coming week, Wednesday night against Augustana Division Three program, but they've been to the national championship in that division. And then on Friday night, NC Central. Augie going to be one of those uh, games. I'm trying to remember how that all works, but it's – it doesn't totally count for you when you win in terms of RPI because they're not Division One. It's kind of like the McKendry game last right. year, but you don't want to lose it. There's something that really goes against you if you lose the game, which they won't. I mean, they, you're just—it's just not going to happen. Uh, but but you got to win that ball game, and it's a nice moment for Augustana. They probably get a big check out of it. Mm-hmm. Illinois gets uh, a kind of a more than a scrimmage type game, but not a full. Uh, high-level competition. Yeah, it's a chance for Brad Underwood to continue to mix and match some lineups and uh, see how guys uh, contribute under certain cer- uh, certain circumstances uh, so when the uh, more uh, stout opponents come up here very soon, he'll have a better idea of how to use his guys. Back to the phones, PNC Bank phone line. It's our guy, Steve. Hello, Steve. Scott and Tim, how you doing tonight? Thanks for having me on. Doing good, feeling hey, good. i tell you what, I-, I like you guys leading off with Simeon. He sets the tone for the rest of rest of us callers, so he brings it strong. So we have to also. Yeah, leadoff hitter is so, most important. Hey, he he gets on base for us. That's for sure. Uh, good to hear from Brian in Nebraska too. He he he, he brings it too. So hey, uh, got to keep those guys keep calling. Love to love to hear him. Uh, tonight's game, uh, I'm sending out many hugs to Kipper. You know, <laughs> he played well, strong. You know, uh, double double. Uh, I, I like his mentality, um, how he goes about his business. Uh, Trent Frazier, I thought, uh, played his best game overall since he's, uh, you know, of the first four. I thought he played uh, under control tonight, ran the team well, uh, guarded well, hit a couple shots. So, uh, you know, and he, he's got so much talent also. And uh, my guys off the bench, I thought they were productive again tonight, uh, Montan and Aaron. Uh, I, I hope they can continue that because they give us such a spark. And, you know, you, you were talking earlier about uh, uh, All-Star. You know, right now it, it seems like he's thinking the game too much instead of, you know, just, just going out playing. I saw he passed up some, some open shots he had to drive in the lane, got in traffic, lost the ball. You know, I, I think uh, we need to keep him in the lineup for now. Hopefully he gets straightened out because uh, I like Kipper coming off the bench. Uh, and you know what uh, What they say, even though these young folks sometimes don't believe it, it's not who starts the game, it's who finishes it. And, uh, you know, I think uh, when Kipper left the game tonight, I think the crowd gave him a nice standing ovation. I know that felt good to him, and he, he was well-deserving of that. So, uh, And one other thing, I think the key, one of the key guys coming up, uh, and, you got, and I'm going to have to practice his name, but you guys have to help me. I just call him Ebobo. <laughs> <laughs> if, if he... Yeah, if okay, you you guys might tell me if he um, in the next three four weeks months if we can get him where he can uh, be productive and he played well tonight, but he can give us ten to twelve minutes. I think then if All Star's not where he needs to be, I think we can sit him down, bring Kipper into the lineup, and then Ebobo is going to be ready to come in off that bench to to help us out even more. E boy Bodine. Oh, 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 okay, well I'm have to practice that. Uh, I can't do that right. now. <laughs> Bobo. <laughs> Thanks, guy. Appreciate it, Steve. 
He's from Peoria. Eboig Bodine. He is big, he's athletic, he can jump out of the gym, and a little unrefined right now. I think that's a, a perfect way to put it, and uh, Brad Underwood has said on multiple occasions that he's committed to getting him more minutes, as well as Matisse, uh getting more minutes for him as well. You know, I, I don't see them as being Illinois' go-to big men. I think LaRon Black and Michael Finke have kind of cemented their spots there. I, I don't see them, you know, being replaced in the lineup anytime soon. But I, I agree with Steve. I think if, if you can get some good production from those two, Ebo and Matisse, then uh, I, I think this team will just be even better. Get another update for you now on the Big Ten, or rather the Top 25 Body and Soul scoreboard, Route 45, Curtis Road in Savoy. Again, Tim. A couple of games in progress. Early on, USC leads Vanderbilt 14-12. 13 minutes left to go in the first. Also early on, St. Mary's leads San Jose State 14-13. Finals today from the Top 25. Florida gets by New Hampshire 70-63. And others are Big Tens, but we'll bring them to you again. Michigan State beats Stony Brook 93-71. And it is Minnesota over Western Carolina 92-64. Texas Tech beats Northwestern 85-49. Scott? The teams now with losses in the Big Ten, all non-conference, obviously. Indiana's 2-2, two two, Wisconsin 2-1, and one, Nebraska 3-1. and one. Northwestern has lost twice, now they're 3-2. and two. Remember, that'll be the first Big Ten opponent the Illini see in, uh, boy, that's just under two weeks away. Michigan State, 2-1. and one. So those are your teams with losses. Everybody else is either at 3-0 and or 4-0, and as are the Illini. The 4-0 teams, Illinois, Purdue, Maryland, Rutgers, Ohio State, Minnesota, and Penn State. But a lot of teams will start out undefeated in the Big Ten based on their non-conference schedule at this point in the year. Doesn't really tell you a whole lot in terms of how their season will play out, as we've seen plenty of good and bad Illinois teams have started out at 4-0. and We go to our keys to the game, and they're brought to you by the Pella Window Store. For all your window and door needs, visit the Pella Window Store on Country Fair Drive or go to PellaOfChampagne.com. They're also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. Well, I'll start with a defense that really ended up containing Marshall, Illinois. Uh, uh, boy, boy, Illinois had... They allowed those threes early, and then they sort of clamped down there, made some adjustments. Um, we knew this was a high-scoring team, a high-three-shooting team, a spread team, and Illinois really looked the better team today. And I think, going back to what I said at the outset, you know, there were some guys who didn't show up in the final box score, but some great hustle plays. Uh, DeMonte Williams, Ebo, uh, et cetera, et cetera, uh, really showing that, you know, hey, they're committed to doing whatever is necessary for this team to win. Here's their near steal in the backcourt, and it's saved in bounds by DeMonte Williams, who then throws it off. The Marshall defender, Jared West, who went for the ball as well, and, and Laurent had it stripped. DeMonte gets it back and puts it up and in. I don't know how he found that, but he did. And Devontae Williams with two terrific plays here on that end. I love that highlight. I could hear that over and over and over because that is a heads-up, court-awareness, hustle-type play. And then to not be satisfied and go down and get the layup on the other end 
is just great. Uh, one other thing I will add for my keys to the game um, was obviously the turnovers. 19 assists tonight for Illinois to just six turnovers. Compare mm. that to Marshall, 14 assists on 19 turnovers. And Illinois, I didn't know this until I looked at the game notes uh, coming into tonight, they're averaging about 27 points per game off of turnovers. Tonight they had 32, so that average is going to go up. And if you can keep you know, stuff in the stat sheet in that area, uh, again, it goes back to what I said earlier, those hustle plays, those points off turnovers, that's only going to make this team stronger as these games go on. There is a level of hustle and effort that we haven't seen before and certainly didn't see the last couple of years that I think is – masking some of the weaknesses on this team and it's it's why Illinois is able to get these wins right now in the early season despite not being in a total rhythm yet offensively or even defensively you you can't out coach hustle sometimes and and that's been that's just been really fun to watch and even when Illinois falls behind there's not been a lot of just oh man I'm frustrated at how they're all playing all overall Brad Underwood's not tolerating it. It's good to see. Keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. That's a great number against a team that uh, threw a lot of different uh, full-court stuff at us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we grew there. Um, uh, you know, I think that uh, we still had some opportunities to, to, to have uh, more than our 19 assists. Uh, passing is something we emphasize a great deal, and yet uh, uh, I'll take uh, 19 assists and six turnovers uh, almost every night. Yeah, you talked about that, Tim, just a moment ago in the keys to the game. I forgot. It was three turnovers each half, and uh, it's not something it's not something my eyes are drawn to on the stat sheet unless you know they had a lot of problems handling the ball. When you look back at the end of the day and you go, they only had six turnovers. I mean, tell me how many teams are going to have single-digit turnovers and lose a ball game. It's not going to happen much. Especially in an offense under Brad Underwood where you're going fast and you're trying to shoot every you know seven to ten seconds. And you're also going up against a team in Marshall that also likes to play fast. And that, to me, is what makes that stat even more important, that you had single-digit turnovers with all of those factors working against you. We'll get you set up for what's coming the rest of this week with a final look at our Body and Soul scoreboard here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. If you have any final thoughts you want to jump in with, got a couple more texts we'll get to right after this. And on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 351-5357-217, Texture says, I'm really impressed with the play of Williams and Nichols thus far. Kipper is outstanding. And then one more text. Texture says, almost forgot about Aaron Jordan. I'll go back to my statement at the beginning of the program. I think it's getting to the point where you're very comfortable seeing anybody come in off the bench mm-hmm. amongst the regulars. I mean, you know who your core guys are at this point and, and who are the 2020 guys. <laughs> um, I was one of those guys once. Yeah, I would have been one of those guys if I even was allowed in the gym. So, yeah, it, it's just fun to see those guys and, and probably – yeah, we, we wondered about Kipper Nichols maybe as earning a starting spot. and I, He seems to be a guy that frustrates and elates head coach Brad Underwood the most. And I think because there's so much potential there in him, and he's he's a really good athlete, and he does so many things well, and then I think he'll turn around and make kind of a bonehead play, and, and uh, you can see Underwood get really frustrated with that. But 
And then he turns out to have the double-double to lead the game. It's all about the hugs, right? <laughs> Mark Allstart just needs a hug. I'll give it to him if that's what it takes. Sid says, such great basketball. These boys are fun to watch. I've missed this. I find myself saying, even if we lose this game, I'll still be content and happy with the effort. Love these everyday guys and love Coach Underwood. Tell you what, we're hearing a lot of things we haven't heard before, at least in, uh, you know, and hey, four games in, I get it. We're in the honeymoon phase, but I'm just going to enjoy that phase anyway. Even if, if this season ends up tanking, Let's enjoy what it is here because it's a different 4-0 than we've had before. It's a fresh start. Indeed. All right, a final look here at our Body and Soul scoreboard. Gets you a preview of what's to come. And Body and Soul Sports is at Route 45, Curtis Road in Savoy. Before we do that, we do want to let you know uh, around the NFC North today, Lions beat the Bears 27-24. to And, okay, after going yeehaw about the Packers last week, I'll go ahead and give this score to Packers shutout today for the first time. And I think several years, 23 to nothing, the Ravens win. All right, forget about all that. Here's a look ahead on our uh, broadcast Missed field schedule. goal for right? Connor Barth yeah. is the difference in that Bears loss. Tomorrow night, uh, it's the Lovey Smith Show, 7 p.m. Final Lovey Smith Show of the season on both of these fine stations. Tuesday night, Fighting Illini women's basketball in action against Western Illinois, 7 p.m. tip. Scott has the call on the AM side. Wednesday night, the men are back in action against Augustana, 4.30 pregame, 6 p.m. tip on both of these fine stations. At least the start of the game it will be. That's because we have Fighting Illini Volleyball at 7. You can hear that game on DWS. Basketball will be uninterrupted on WHMS. And by the way, congratulations to the volleyball team last night. A huge win. Huge Huge. win over Minnesota. That should go a long way to securing a spot in the postseason tournament. And uh, it's great to see them. They... They need to shore up two more wins here this week, and that'll, I think, seal the deal. But that was that signature win they had been missing. They didn't really have any bad losses, but they were missing sort of an elite win in the Big Ten, and they got it finally. Congrats to Chris Thomas and that team. So the Illini women, I believe I said Minnesota, it's actually Iowa Wednesday night at Huff Hall, the final uh, home regular season match of the year. We're off for Thanksgiving and then back on Friday night, fighting Illini men taking on NC Central, 5 p.m. pregame, 6.30 tip-off on both of these fine stations. The Illini women are at UC Irvine that night. You can hear that game on FightingIllini.com. And then on Saturday, it's the football finale against Northwestern, 1.30 pregame, 3 o'clock tip. We've also got volleyball at Ohio State that evening. That's another one you can hear on DWS, and the football coverage will be uninterrupted on HMS. Fighting Illini women's basketball in action next Saturday as well at New Mexico. You can hear that game on FightingIllini.com. Thank you, Tim. And uh, one more text coming in here from Mitch. Says, great show as always, guys. Do you believe that if the Illini keep improving that they could make the NCAA tournament in March? I believe that they will. Mitch. Mitch, I don't know. I Really, it's going to come down to the Big Ten, uh, how the Illini play in conference. Uh, they'll probably get close to um, – I'm thinking off the top of my head here. What do you, you have – how many games do you have in non-conference? Eleven? I think it is, and you know, I think this is probably eight, nine, ten wins here in non-conference play for Illinois. But the key is, is what do you do in the Big Ten? And usually, nine, ten wins is at least the minimum. I just haven't seen the Illini play a good team yet, so that's where I'm just going. I don't know. 
but I like the, the, direct, the direction this is going. Yeah, I agree. Too soon to tell to give a definitive yes or no. I think it's certainly possible, and it would be a big boon for Brad Underwood in his first year here to kind of give the fans some confidence and, and give the team some confidence as well that they're capable of making uh, the big dance. But we'll see. I think the arrow is pointing up. Whatever they do this year, you know, you, you just hope guys give an effort, stay healthy, and things continue on the on the up arrow. But again, I keep going back to the to the phrase "fresh start." I think it's it's a it's a fresh start for everybody. Uh, again, I know fans want us to stop talking about John Gross, and at some point we will. But it just seemed like there was something that wasn't clicking with these guys under John Gross that is now clicking with Brad Underwood. And the fans are noticing that. So I think the arrow was pointing up whether they land in the big dance. Again, I think it's too soon to tell. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Fasters Etc. postgame show. We come back with you again on Wednesday night. Thanks to all that were helping behind the scenes today. Blake Landa, Jason Liggett, and Tim Dittman, you were pulling double duty here at the studio. Appreciate that as well. Lauren Tate with us back at uh, pregame coverage. Our chief engineer is Ed Bond. Operations Manager Jim Lewis and General Manager is Mike Hale. I'm Scott Beatty wishing you a pleasant rest of your Sunday evening, and we'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Illinois gets the victory over Marshall, 91-74. to Enjoy it, folks. See you again soon. The preceding program was an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400, and Light Rock 97.5, News Gazette Media Station. He's a nice looking specimen. And